Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to our Sunday worship. Let us prepare our hearts as we come before the Lord to worship Him in spirit and in truth. Join me in a word of prayer. Our blessed Father in heaven, we come as your children in awe of your majesty and splendor. We humbly come to you also saying that we need you more than anything else, more than anyone else here on earth. May you also forgive us from all of our sins and help us to be able to give you the best worship today and for us to be able to receive from you your precious word that encourages, that corrects, empowers, and bless. Be with us, Holy Spirit, as you lead us in this time of worship and the preaching of your word thank you this we pray in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen and amen I worship you. 
So today, we're going to speak on the topic entitled, Thankful Even When It's Painful. In view of the coming you know, Thanksgiving celebration, not just in North America, but also worldwide, it is but fitting that we preach or share a message on why we need to be thankful 
despite of the many things that's happening in our lives and even around us. By the grace of God, we were able to minister to you know people uh, uh, who suffered from Typhoon Maring's onslaught last October. So Ran Incorporated went to Ilocosur and Benguet. And there was this pastor that I will never forget his testimony. He was a born blind pastor. He lived somewhere in Santa Lucia, Ilocosur, in a small barangay that is full of, you know, uh, poor folks. You know what happened to him and his wife and his pamangkin? Uh, he told me uh, in their experience, they have never been flooded that, you know, bad. Uh, they will have flood from time to time, but then hanggang ano lang, uh, hanggang ankle deep, oh, pinakamalayong knee deep. But this typhoon marine, okay, uh, brought flood as deep as 8 feet high, lampas tao. So what happened was, according to Pastor Kakam, is that the, 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 the dam, water dam, was open. I think it was Ambuklao Dam. And so the, the rise of the water was so fast. Huh? The flood was just, you know, rushing, like a rushing water. And, and, and the whole church was submerged, okay? And, and then, you know, uh, they, were, they were just, you know, uh, panicking and they didn't know what to do anymore. But, but by God's grace, they have a small tricycle, okay? And Pastor Kakam, his wife, and his pamangkin went on top of the roof of the tricycle, okay? And for almost the whole evening, they were on top of the tricycle, flooded by water, and and, and, uh, and the, the, the waves, the, the, the current of the flood was so strong. But, you know, they were able to survive the onslaught of Typhoon Marine. But sadly, everything in the church was destroyed. The sound system, uh, they had a small sari-sari store made of bamboo, made of uh, anipa. It was also washed away. But when we were talking, when, we were, when I was speaking to him, I cannot even sense a hint of, you know, uh, uh, anger, a hint of uh, uh, yung, yung parang uh, sayang, panghihinayang, a hint of like, you know, parang galit. No. But all I can hear from Pastor Kapkam are these words, Purihin ang Panginoon. Salamat sa Diyos. Buhay pa kami ng misis ko at ng aking pamangkin. You know, I had goosebumps when I was talking to him. Because had it happened to me, or maybe to, to some, some of us here, maybe we're already complaining, Lord, bucket, why? Why me? We might even be like blaming the, the, the government, blaming this and that, etc. But not with this pastor. All he can say was, Thank you, Lord. Salamat, Panginoon. Porihin ka, Panginoon. At buhay pa kami. You know, that's a very heartwarming testimony that I really feel need to share to you so that you will know that despite of the pain that we face every single day of life, we can still choose to be thankful. And hence, the topic again is thankful even when it's painful. Now, I'm going to use the book of Psalm 136 as my text for this message, okay? You know, Psalm 136, according to Jewish tradition, is considered as the great Hallel. Hallel meaning praise, okay? 
That's where the word hallelujah comes. Hallelujah. Okay, which means praise the Lord. Psalm 126 verses all in all is considered as the great psalm. The great hallel. Okay, why? You will find out later on why. But anyway, since it's a very long verse, I will not be, you know, reading it word for word. But then suffice to say, the great Hallel begin or began with this phrase, Give thanks to the Lord for His mercy endureth forever in the New King James Version. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for His love endures Okay, but the uh, more uh, correct translation will be for His mercy endureth forever. But before I go to why we need to be thankful even when it's painful, you know what makes a thankful heart? What are the uh, composition? What is needed so you and I can have a thankful heart? There are four things I need to tell you. Number one, for you to have a thankful heart, it must be anchored on a loving relationship. If your relationship with your spouse, with your children, with your parents, with your co-members in the church, neighborhood, and what have you, even in the workplace, is founded on love, then thankfulness is very easy. It's like breathing oxygen, okay? It's very natural because it's founded on love. But if your relationship is not founded on love, it's founded on hate, okay? It's founded on, on anger. Then there can be no thankfulness. There can be no, you know, a gratitude coming out of it, okay? You know, according to Jonathan Edwards, one of the great revivalists in the 18th, 19th century, he said these words, True gratitude or thankfulness to God for His kindness to us arises from a foundation laid before of love to God for what He is in Himself, whereas a natural gratitude has no such antecedent foundation. The gracious, gracious feelings of grateful affection to God for kindness received always are from a stock of love already in the heart, established in the first place on other grounds vis-a-vis God's own excellency. That's coming from Jonathan Edwards. Gratitude or thankfulness comes from a foundation based on love. If you want to be thankful even when it's painful, then you've got to be in a loving relationship. Secondly, okay, uh, uh, there, there should be trust. There must be trust involved. If there is no trust, uh, only doubt, unbelief, suspicion, and how can you be thankful? Every thankfulness comes from a trusting relationship. If you doubt that person, then you will not find yourself thankful to that person. But if you trust that person, then thankfulness will be normal, or should I say natural. According to A.W. Tozer, a thankful heart cannot be cynical. Cynical meaning distrusting, suspicious. So, there you go, there you go my friends. If you want to be thankful, then you must learn to trust. Thirdly, you know, thankfulness is also founded in contentment. If you, are, if you and I are content with what God is doing to us, okay, then there will be thankfulness. 
going back to the first loving relation, if you love God, if you trust God, if you are content on what God is doing to you, then thankfulness will be very, very natural. But the problem with us human beings is that we are never content. We are always looking for more, wanting for more. And that's where greed comes in. I like to say this, you know, like what you have and not have what you like is the key to contentment. Thank the Lord for what you have, just like Pastor Kakam. He was thanking God for the life he has. He was not angry na nawala yung kanyang sari-sari store. Wala na yun eh. He is not having what he likes in sari-sari store, but he was thankful kung ano meron siya. Be thankful what you have today, your life, your health, your family, your business, etc., etc. If you can do that, then you can be thankful. According to the Prince of Preacher Charles Haddon Spurgeon, if you are not content with what you have, you will not be satisfied even if it were double. Oh, that's very true. If you have one million pesos and you're not content, you would want two million pesos. And thinking, with, thinking that if you have two million pesos, you'll be satisfied. No, you want it to become four million, then eight million, then sixteen million, etc., etc. Greed knows no boundaries. But if you know how to be content, I tell you, you'll be very painful. But if you are not content, you'll be complaining. You'll be asking for more. And I tell you, that's like a deep hole. You cannot get out of it. All right? So, lastly, for one to be thankful, respect is imperative. There should be respect. Okay? You want to be thankful to God? You must respect God for what He's doing in your life because He's sovereign. He knows what is best for you. If you want to be thankful to your, you know, uh, uh, spouse, your children, your family members, your workmates, your colleagues, co-pastor, there should be respect so that thankfulness will eventually come out from you. According to John Milton, gratitude bestows reverence, allowing us to encounter everyday epiphanies, those transcendent moments of awe and change forever how we experience life in the world. For gratitude to come out, Okay, reverence is a must. Respect is a must. Respecting God and His sovereignty, okay, regardless of what may happen to you, like our kapatids or mga kababayan po sa Ilocos Sur and Benguet, those who suffered from Typhoon Marine, then I tell you, you will be thankful. Okay, so that's the foundation. How to have a thankful heart. You have to have a loving relationship, a trusting relationship, a uh, you know a content heart at the same time respect now let's go to the book of psalm 136 okay psalm 136 i'll only give you four reasons why the great psalmist the author okay says we must give thanks to the lord it was mentioned several many many times and, and the phrase for his mercy endured forever, endures forever, was mentioned at least 26 times here in the book of Psalm. Number one reason why we should be thankful to God, even when it's so painful, even though we are in pain. Number one is that God is good. He is good. Period. Okay? 
The psalmist says, give thanks to the, to the Lord for He is good. In verse 1, he began by saying, give thanks to God for He is good. Can you say to yourself right now, God is good? Can you top your shoulders saying, God is good to me? You know what? I like the song. God, you're so good. God, you're so good. God, you're so good. You're so good to me. You know why I love the song? Because it's it's true. Because God is good, you and I should be thankful to Him. And why is He good? According to the psalmist, He created everything you can see today. The sun that shines every morning. The moon that lights the darkness at night. The big wind, the ning ning that is spread all over. Okay, to give light on your path at night. Also to, to decorate the entire sky like a Christmas tree lights. The air that you breathe right now, na libre sa hospital, may bayad yung oxygen, okay? The, the food that you eat, that you can enjoy today, no? the family that you have, the life that we have right now, all these things that He created according to the book of Genesis were good. They are good. Then because He is good, you and I need to be thankful. And there is no evil in the good God. No evil whatsoever. Or you may question and say, if God is good, how come bad things happen to good people? I'd like to just correct you for that matter. There are no good people in the first place. We're all bad people. We're all sinners. But then going back to the question, why bad things happen to good people? You know, most of our problems are man-made. The flood uh, brought about by Typhoon Marine was man-made. They opened the dams and water just rushed in. You know, the, the, the problem with Ondoy many years ago was man-made. Most of our sicknesses today are man-made. There are many man-made problems. God will never create wickedness or evil because He is good. And because of that, the psalm is saying, He is good. You got to be you got to give thanks to him for he is good. He is not evil. He is not bad. He always wants what is good for you. And that's why we must be thankful, even when it's so painful to say, Lord, thank you. In the midst of sickness, in the midst of death, in the midst of calamities, in the midst of economic crisis. It's so difficult, but the psalmist is saying to you right now, He is good. God is good. You just have to say, Thank you, Lord. Hallel. Praise the Lord, for He is good. The second reason why you and I need to be pain- thankful, even though it's painful, is because His mercies endure forever. He is merciful. Now, the mercy here, okay, in its original Hebrew is hesed. 
you know what it means to be merciful? From a human point of view, we only become merciful to those who need mercy. Naawa tayo sa mga kaawa-awang bagay, tao, or pagkakataon. We only give mercy when the person begging for mercy deserves mercy, right? But not so with God. I'll share to you another example. Okay, many many years ago, there was this uh, town mayor in Laguna who committed a horrendous crime, a heinous crime of raping and killing a UPLB student and even her boyfriend, and then you know just buried the dead bodies and and he was convicted now for three life sentences. And just a few years back, he almost got out of the believed. Oh, when we found out, we were enraged. We were saying, no, 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 hindi pwede. Nagalit ang taong bayan. Because this guy does not deserve freedom. He must, you know, finish his three life sentences. We are saying he does not deserve mercy. Because he is, un- he is wicked, he is evil. That's our form of mercy. That's human form of mercy. But not so with God. God's mercies endures forever. Meaning, you know, what if if this town mayor, what if this town mayor repented before the Lord before he passed away last year, okay? What if he, you know, admitted his sins because, you know, up until, you know, before he got out, he almost got out, he was not repentant or remorseful. He was not even admitting he committed a crime. But what if he did commit, admitted? And ask for forgiveness from God and open his heart to Jesus Christ and put his trust in the Lord. Don't you think God will forgive him? Don't you think God will be merciful to forgive him? You see that cross on the screen right now? That's mercy. Okay? That's mercy. You and I don't deserve to be forgiven. We are undeserving folks. We need to die on that cross, by the way. But the mercy of God endures forever. For as long as we come to Him and say, God, I'm a sinner. I need you. Forgive me. I put my trust in you. You know what? You will receive mercy or hesed from God. His mercy endures forever. That's why you and I need to be thankful to Him every single day. Every single day. When you wake up, you say, God, thank you. Thank you. You have forgiven me. Thank you for this new life. Thank you for this, this faith. Thank you for, for everything you've done on the cross. And even though when life is painful, God deserves to be thanked because He is merciful. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for His mercies endures forever. Third reason why the psalmist is encouraging you and I to be thankful even when it's painful The Bible says He has defeated all our enemies. He has rescued us from all our foes. In context, Israel has many, many enemies before, even today. But one by one, the Bible would mention, okay, the psalm would say, Oh, God killed all. God killed the king of Amorites. God killed this and that. God killed you know, the Pharaoh's uh, firstborn child and all the Egyptians' firstborn. God was saying, okay, God is saying right now, you've got to thank me because I will take care of all your enemies. Those who persecute you, those who oppress you, those who who do bad things to you, I'll take care of them. 
Now let's face it, we have many, many foes today. COVID-19 is one of them. Economic crisis is another. Sickness is another. Death is another. Sin is also an enemy of ours. Satan, of course, it's a given. He's our enemy. All right? We have many, many enemies. Perhaps even your neighbor or maybe your mother-in-law or maybe your son-in-law or maybe your parents. I mean, some of these people might be oppressing you or, or, or doing injustice to you. Hey, don't worry. God is saying, I'll take care of them. You don't have to avenge yourself. I'll take care of all your foes and all your enemies like what he did to Israel's enemies. And because of that, we just have to be thankful to him. Aren't you glad that you have a God who is not seeking and sleeping on the job? He's a God of justice. So when injustice happens to you, fine. Don't complain. Don't get mad. Just pray and say, God, I entrust this matter into your hands and he will take care of you surely according to the psalmist. He rescued us from all our foes, from all our enemies. And because of that, we have to be very, very thankful to him. Amen. Last but not the least, okay, in verse 25, the psalmist says, He who gives food to all flesh for his steadfast love, his mercy endures forever. Why should you and I be thankful to God? Because he provides for all our needs. Aren't you glad that the, the pandemic lockdown is almost like two years old? We're still here. We're still alive and kicking. We're still, you know, enjoying God's blessing despite of it all. He provides for all our needs, our healing, the food we eat, the sun, the rain, the light. He provides everything that we need. And I have to confess this in these two years of pandemic lockdown. You know, the Lord has provided for me and my family's needs. And not just needs, even wants. How can I even complain? All I can say is, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He is good. He, you know, uh, 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 he is merciful. He provides for all my needs and he defeats all my enemies. I cannot but be thankful. And so do you. So we all have to be thankful because of what the great psalmist is saying. He is good. He is merciful, has said. He defeats all our foes and he provides all our needs. For that, God deserves to be thanked. Going back to Pastor Kakam of Santa Lucia, Ilocosur, the blind pastor who suffered a lot from Typhoon Marine. Praise God for the tricycle, for the bobong. And you know, this pastor is huge. Malaking mama siya, mga five men, ang laking katawan. Misa siya, maliit naman. Sabi ko, buti, hindi bumigay yung bobong ng tricycle. Ilang oras kayo dun, halos magdamag. Di ba? The Lord was there. Although there are many, many casualties in terms of loss of properties, etc., they're aligned. And so they can only say, Purihin ang Panginoon. Salamat, O Diyos. At kami iniligtas niyo sa matinding bahang ito. I hope you and I can say those words also. Wherever we may be in life today, no matter how painful 
the circumstances are in our lives. I hope we will be just like the psalmist. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for His mercies endure it forever. Shall we pray? Our Father in heaven, we bless you this day. We thank you, O God, because you are so good to us. There is no one like you. You are the one true God, a sovereign God, a loving God, who cares for each and one of his creation. Today we humble ourselves and confess our sins of, you know, uh, not being thankful, very complaining, etc., etc. But now, Lord, we ask you to help us, you know, with this loving relationship, trust, contentment, and respect in our hearts, and to teach us like the psalmist would, you know, to, to be thankful. For you are good, and your mercies endure forever. And now, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Because of what the Lord has done for us. And now, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Because of what the Lord has done for us. Sing with me right now. And now, let the weak say, I am strong Let the poor say I am rich Because of what The Lord has done For us And now Let the weak say I am strong let the poor say, I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. Give thanks. We give thanks. Father, thank you for what you have done on the cross through your Son, Jesus Christ. For that, we will forever be thankful to you. And now, may you bless your people. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the unconditional love of our Father in heaven, and the joy of the Holy Spirit be upon each and one of us, both now and forevermore. One, two, yaso kito ke unhui. Amen. Go and be thankful, for God is good and His mercies 
endured forever. Till next time, God bless us all. Thank you.